Welcome to the Bloody Nuts Podcast. This podcast is not for kids, and I'm serious. Bloody Nuts. Ew, you guys are gross. I've heard of these nuts, but never bloody nuts. Ew. You have to be so rude and so crude. Like, grow up. Welcome to the Bladiness Podcast. It's me, your host, Zach, followed by my co-host, as always, Mr. Mike. Mr. Mike. I don't know why I call you Mr. Mike every time we podcast, but that is your name on the podcast. So hello, Mr. Mike. That's a new thing. What's up? What's happening, guys? Thanks for coming back. Yep. Yep. If you're uh, if you're back, thank you. If this is your first time here, then buckle the fuck up because this is a podcast about some really fucked up shit and we don't recommend it for children or um, anyone who might be a little bit sensitive about certain topics. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely, man. I-, I heard you have the hot question of the day today. Is that right? I do. I do. That's the thing that we're uh, starting to do now is... Uh, the beginning of each podcast is just starting off with a hot topic. So, um, my question is okay because it's something I Hold think on, about. Putting often. my seatbelt on. Thank you. It's on. Let's yeah, go. Buckle up. So, how do you prep the toilet before you take a shit at home? Um, we'll get to that. Okay. Uh, let's say we're in a public restaurant. Okay. Okay, and you're you leave the table. You got to go take a dump. Okay, what do you okay. do? I'm gonna what I'm gonna use do? the example of um my work because it depends when I'm at, at the office. Okay, so that works. The uh, there's not a whole lot of people in my office, so I, I usually take my my shit pretty early in the morning. And when I get there, you can still see the toilet bowl cleaner and everything. The lids lifted up, saying that they basically cleaned it. So I know it's fresh. So I don't do anything. I just I put that that seat down. I sit there and I do my thing. Okay. So you just you just automatically know that whoever's going to sit down on that toilet or whoever just sorry, whoever just cleaned that toilet, like you have full trust in them that they actually like they went through the whole thing, bleaching it and cleaning it and everything. Yes. Yes. And I will say so you don't you don't. I will it. say at a, at a, and at that office specifically too. I don't. I, I used to put toilet paper like on the seat. I no longer do that. I, I just um, it, it doesn't bother me. It's a pretty clean restroom. Now there's places that I go like gas stations. That's when I'm like, oh okay, yeah. And I put, I take out the little uh, toilet seat covers, or I take some toilet paper and I lay them out. Whatever I got to do. And if it's like a, a porta can and it's just like piled up with shit, it hasn't been cleaned in a while, then I will take like to the toilet paper and I'll put it inside of that and cover all the shit and whatever I can, any, anything else nasty that can splash up and hit my balls or my fucking Calito hole. You better bet there's going to be a fucking landing pad on the bottom of that port can. So you, all right. So before you go, you stick toilet paper in the water to prevent the splash. Okay, that's, that's smart. That's, that's the smart. landing. That's pad. only imp- only importer potties. Only importer potties, or yeah, like I would say only importer potties, just because like the water that's like if it's an actual toilet and you flush it, I mean, yeah, there might still be some shit and stuff like in the water, but it's not like it's just shit and piss and that nasty porta can water where it's just stewing and brewing and oh, it's fucking gross. All right, so back to 
my question, what about a restaurant? You go into a restaurant, are you putting paper down or are you just sitting sitting on bare seat? Probably putting toilet paper down. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm go. gonna judge the restaurant. If it's some fancy restaurant, I could tell that's if it's well taken care of, then maybe not. Maybe I'd take the risk. But but more than See, likely that's... I'm gonna lay something down. Yeah. See there's no ifs, ands, or buts for me. I had to put paper down every time. At home? And that's just me. Not at home. Okay, not at home. That's good. But let's just say I go to like a friend's house. I'm still going to put some paper down. Like that's just. So when you come visit me what? at my house, you put paper down on the seat? Yeah, absolutely. Are you fucking kidding me? That is Especially, especially anybody who's got kids, man. <laughs> For real. So, what are you so worried anybody about that, who, that it's like gonna be on that toilet seat that's gonna like come out and just attack you? Because I know not everyone is careful. People don't people don't care about you know people. They piss on the seat. They shit on the seat. Uh, chicks freaking bleed on the seat. <laughs> You know, it's just, it's all that, it's just a bunch of just nasty, fluids, just human fluids that are just getting on the seat, dude. And I just can't, I can't get behind that. Like it grosses me out. I, I'm pretty germophobic in certain areas, you know. I think you're a little bit OCD too. I think you're a little bit OCD, which, which I'm not, I'm not faulting you for like prepping the seat like that. Cause I think most people probably do, but I could be wrong. Maybe I'm the the minority in this situation, but I, I, you might. I don't think most people go to a friend's house and put toilet paper down on a seat. But I could be wrong. So if you're listening to this and that's you, please comment comment in in uh in on our Instagram or something. And let us know because I I if I'm the weird one here, I want to know because I guess I'll start laying I'm, it down everywhere. I'm curious. I bet you I I bet you that 98 percent of people would probably say that I'm the crazy one. You know, which is fine. It's just a personal preference. But no matter what, if I go anywhere, like I'm putting toilet paper down. If I go to a restaurant, I, I you know, restaurant, grocery store, whatever, I'll put like uh, the liner mm-hmm. on it. But then I'll also top it off with like some paper too. Cause like I can't have any pieces of like the seat like exposed. You know what I mean? Like I have to get that shit yeah, covered. Yeah. And up. it always does like because slip and fall. Like it never sits like perfectly how it's supposed to on the seat. And, you know, especially, like, in the summertime, dude, like, people's butt sweat. Oh, dude. Like, you know how hot it gets out there in Texas. Like, someone's butt sweat is just going to be sitting there just marinating on the seat. Like, I don't really need to, like, you know, stick you know stick my ass on that, That's too. That's fair. Imagine sitting down on – like, when you sit down on a seat and it's wet from someone pissing on it or maybe someone's sweat, dude. Like, I don't want to experience So, I that. do inspect the seat. Like, it's not like I just, like – put my ass on there i'm just like oh it's fine like i will check it and like sometimes if i'm even not even sure i'll take some toilet paper and just wipe it down and then usually though if there's something mm-hmm. on there i'm still gonna lay the toilet paper down just because I'm, I'm like oh someone just pissed here it's gross so mm. i will say though the major disadvantage though of not putting anything down and putting your cheeks straight onto the toilet seat are that if you sit down and it's warm Cause then you know someone was just sitting there warming up that throne before you, bro. It's like just brewing. Yeah, it's like it's like the worst form of sloppy seconds, bro. 
<laughs> nasty dude nasty like that's that like that's almost like like a hover yeah. moment oh god i'm scared i'm always scared to but hover you know you know when you hover that's that's when you get the yeah. splash dude that's when you got you got to put a layer of, of paper dude down if first. you hover you're basically guaranteeing that it's going to be like an atomic bomb going off in there and you're going to get some water <laughs> splash back on your balls for sure <laughs> Oh, dude, uh, before I forget, um, what is, um, uh, what, can you think of a time that you clogged the toilet? Oh, like, like, I get, like an embarrassing time, like, like just bad timing. You just took a dump and like, you're not really in the position to like, let everyone know that you just, you know, that you just blew up the bathroom. Okay. So, okay. The first story that comes to mind when you say clogging the toilet, um, I was younger and it wasn't even like embarrassing, I would say, but it was it was almost I was almost proud of it. <laughs> okay. But I was I was younger. I was probably ten years old. And dude, I just I just dropped this log, this long, consistent log. I mean, just like thick triumphant bastard, okay? Yes. And for a ten year old, bro, it go. was it was fucking impressive. And I go to awesome. flush it and it just does this little like spin like it just looks like a clock just spinning and i was like okay and then i did it again and again and it's just not flushing and so like i'm like dude if it's the biggest shit ever how does it how is it going around in a circle because I, I don't maybe this is okay this <laughs> happened what 20 plus years ago so maybe i'm just imagining that it went in circles okay <laughs> maybe it was a maybe it was a dream dude. no this this really it. happened I, maybe i messed up on the details okay but regardless i i can't get the to- the toilet to flush this fucking massive log down so eventually it leads me to go to my mother and be like hey i don't know what to do and uh i i grabbed a shish kebab stick from our pantry because she had these just wooden sticks in the pantry oh, wow. and i just jammed it right in the middle of my turd and i just had to break oh it up God. and dude it was i mean yes it's fucking gross at the same time i was like damn like i made that that's from me <laughs> hey, mom are you proud are you proud of me so did you see that, that was that that was i didn't and it wasn't even necessarily clogged but yeah that was just it was a moment that's hilarious um do this um this one time so my my fiance and i we it was like one of like our first like we go on, we used to go on vacations a lot and so like our one of our first few we were not like in that moment of our relationship yet i know some people don't care or whatever they're just like oh i'm gonna fart or shit in front you know in front of my my girlfriend or whatever so we're sharing a, uh, we actually, yeah, we shared an Airbnb. Okay. We're at an Airbnb and we ended up like, we ended up leaving the Airbnb and going and staying at a, at a hotel, which I'm kind of jumping back and forth here. We went and I got, uh, I lost our keys to our car from a kayak accident. So we were actually forced to stay at this as a hotel room. Okay. And I've been like holding my shit for like three fucking days, you know, because I'm like, I can't find a good, a good place to go do this like discreetly. All right. <laughs> so we get in the hotel. I'm like, ah, damn it. I, I can't wait any longer. I'm like, I got to go. Now I'm going to go take a shower, right? Go take a shower, 
So I pinched one off like before I hop in that shower. And then when I got out of the showers, when I went to flush it, right? <laughs> I clogged the toilet. And obviously in a hotel room, there's no freaking plunger there. So as a guest, what am I supposed to do? Not fucking hope for the best. What did you do? Did I swear to God, if you put I your went, hands in your shit, dude. No. Oh my God. I'll tell you what I did. I fucking left it there. I fucking left it there. You know, like you clog it and like the water's the bowl, the, 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 the bowl is like full. Yeah. And then it starts like after a while, like it, it goes slowly goes down. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, later. So like I get, I get out and she's ready to go. Like we're about to go out to dinner. And I was like, all right, yeah, let's go. And I was like, I prepared myself dude. like right before I like, went out of that bathroom. I was like, all right. All right, girl, listen. I just clogged the toilet <laughs> and I need to do something about it. Okay. That's not what happened. Okay. Because I pussied out. I, I turned into a chicken <laughs> shit real quick. I was like, I was like, no, nah. like mentally I'm like in my head. I'm like, no, nah, I can't do this. I can't do this yet. So we go out to dinner and, and we come back and I was like, we had been drinking or whatever. So I came back and I went to go pee. Right. I flushed the toilet one time. And that water and shit came fucking spewing up the top of the bowl and all over no. the floor. And I ran out. I was like, babe, I don't know what just fucking happened. I don't know what just happened. So you just blamed it on the plumbing? <laughs> I fucking, bl- yeah. Yeah, dude. I blamed it on the plumbing. I'm like, something's wrong here. This is fucked up. And she goes running in there. I'm like, what are you doing? You can't, there's no plunger. There's nothing to do here. Get out. And she's over here walking through the fucking water and shit on the floor. And I'm like, oh, my God. So, like, I went and I called freaking maintenance. I'm like, hey, uh, your guys' toilet just, just like, overflowed. And, like, there's something wrong with the plumbing here. And they're like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. So then they bring in, like, three people to come check it out. And they're like, hey, we brought the keys to next door. Why don't you guys just go next door? So we got a free fucking room, out, like, a, like, a new room out of it. And to top it off, we got a discount. We got a discount uh, by the end of the trip, which was fucking So rad. you're over there breaking people's but, uh, shitters and then getting an upgraded room at a discounted rate. <laughs> I mean, no, for hey, real, that's dude. the move for right real. there, bro. <laughs> yeah. No, um, it was a suite. It was considered a suite that they moved us into. And I was like, no way. We just got a discounted suite. Mind you, this was on Orcas Island. And that is not really like like top luxury of a vacation it was kind of just like a small little place you know like everybody in the whole town knows each other um so like it wasn't like top of the line go to vegas and you get this crazy suite with a tiger running in it still i mean that's pretty Um, dope and i mean i think i think something for the the listeners to learn from this is that you know if you're ever traveling on a budget just eat a bunch of taco bell hold your shit for three days blow that fucking toilet up and you'll probably get an upgraded room at a discounted rate. <laughs> oh, for real. For real. What what are they gonna do? Really? What are they gonna do? Blame it on like, the plumbing. No, dude, you you fucking blew up the shitter and now you're trying to blame our plumbing. Like, who's it gonna call you out <clears throat> on that? No Dude, that's hilarious. So hey, on the topic of bathroom talk too, um 
I caught myself doing this the other day, and it made me think, is there, like, other games, like, secret toilet games that we play? Okay, so one thing for me was, like, I went to go take a piss, and, of course, it's my girl's bathroom. When I say girls, I mean my daughters. And there's some fucking skid marks in the toilet. Well, I had to pee, so I'm like, well, I'm going to try to piss off the skid marks from the fucking toilet. So I'm over here just uh, powering through my stream trying to knock it all off. And then when I do, I'm like, man, I just like I was productive while I was peeing. This is great. So as a man, that's kind of like our duty. Like that's what we do, right? Right. are you supposed to do that? And then, and then there's also something too that I, I that ladies don't realize, I'm sure. But there's like urinal etiquette, okay? So like, mm-hmm. if there's three urinals, okay, and you're pissing in the very first ur- urinal on the left, and I walk in and piss, I'm gonna piss on the furthest urinal. There's like a rule that you don't stand shoulder to shoulder unless you have to. And I've seen people too where they won't even, they'll go to a stall or just wait until another toilet is open before they stand next to it. I don't give a fuck. I'm like, dude, if you want to look at my cock, have at it, I guess. It's weird, but <laughs> I, I got to pee, so I'm going to do my thing. Bro, the weirdest thing is like, yeah, when you go stand at a urinal and like maybe it's a busy ass concert and there's a bunch of people been waiting in line to go. When I'm standing there taking a piss, I'm staring at the wall, dude. I'm like, I'm like staring hard at one spot on the wall, and you can just see in your peripherals the person next to you, like maybe like their head moved just like the slightest, and I'm like, you're fucking weird. <laughs> like, see, like I, like you're gonna get your fucking feelings hurt. Don't oh look. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing, dude. dude. <laughs> like, I just don't care. Like, I'm like, dude, if they want to feel better about themselves, sure, take a peek. I don't give a fuck. But it's still, like, <laughs> it's so uncomfortable. Like, especially those ones where it's not, like, an actual, like, individual urinal. It's, like, those big metal, like, like uh, tin, like, sinks, basically. And there's just people lined up pissing in them. And it's just so... It's uh, so weird, dude. Like, there's no privacy uh, dude, at all. I don't like those ones, dude. Those stink, dude. Those things stink, just like a, just like a porter potty. Dude. I'm saying, dude. Girls think yeah. they have it so easy sometimes, or so hard sometimes. But which I will say, for the most part, we probably have it dude, better than I chicks. Woman, but dude, I will say that I would go through so much toilet paper if I was a girl. Oh, just being trying to be hygienic. <laughs> have to sit. Well, every time I sat down, I had to put some paper down. Yeah, we we were blessed being able to sit up. But there's there's definitely some bathroom issues that uh, come up, like for men that I think are, are that women don't even realize, and it's there's, there's a struggle. Okay, I'm not, I'm saying it's a hard struggle, but it's a struggle. Enlighten enlighten us. No, uh, I'm just saying like with uh, with you know your toilet etiquette, uh, your urinal etiquette rather, and then where you have to stand and not not making people feel uncomfortable or like being too like gay like if you're peeing next to them or whatever and just it's just i don't know it's just weird men's bathrooms are fucking weird yeah yeah no doubt and and we have bigger nastier shit so the bathrooms are i guarantee more stinky than uh the women's restrooms i don't know man i've heard that women's restrooms are dirtier than than men's i don't know like you know 
Not so much men. Like maybe if you go to a bar, you know, a men's restroom might be dirtier because dudes can't fucking aim straight when they're drunk or something. But, uh, you know, little boys going to the bathroom, like they can't aim to save their fucking That's life, true. man. Dude, bar and club restrooms too, where it's like real dark in there, those are always the worst because there's you can tell there's like – People have puked in there. People are pissing all over because they can't see shit. And it's also a bar. So they're like, no one's cleaning that. They're probably cleaning it maybe during the day. But I don't even think they do that daily on some of these bars. Dude, Those places are fucking the, gross. The bathrooms at bars are always nasty. People don't people don't clean those things very, very thoroughly, it <laughs> seems like. Or at least like by the end of the night, you know, they're foul. They're not cleaning it like midday, you know. Like whatever they see, like when they first walk in, there's what they clean up, but they're not like, you know, cleaning the bowl with bleach and doing a full wipe down. Well, you got to think too, like when a bar is like the most active at night, who's the staffing there? Okay. You probably got like a, a security guard or a, what do they call the people in the front that are uh, the bouncer? Yeah. You got like a bouncer, security guard, you got the bartenders, maybe like a cocktail waitress or something. And that's it. They don't have fucking like maintenance staff and, and yeah. a janitorial service working at night. There's no fucking way. Yeah, dude. Yeah, when you when you really think about it, you don't really see you don't really see like uh janitors walking around a bar. No. Ever. If anything, they're just gonna get in the way. Like people are going to the bathroom every five seconds, like especially a small town bar. You know, people are getting all hammered and shit. Yeah, and then and that's what I'm saying, is like <clears throat> so if someone does puke all over the bathroom and someone complains about it who the fuck is gonna go clean it bouncers not gonna fucking go clean it bartenders aren't gonna go fucking clean it i don't care what position who's working at that bar right now they're they don't get paid enough for that shit or that's just not in their job title so eat a dick well there's different times there's different times of the week that where it gets busier so they might have more staffing you know but usually typically it'd be the manager they're the ones that are like uh, ha- like hazmat trained and stuff because they can't just send some like new employee just to go clean up you know human feces uh yeah shit <laughs> i mean i would say <clears throat> hopefully they have like a good bathroom that has like a drain in it dude and they can just take a hose and fucking just hose that bitch off and just call it good but <laughs> lay down a wet floor sign and be, be like all right because <laughs> it's gonna be fucking nasty yeah. still by the end of the night yeah one person puked in it but hey if it's still midnight dude you got two hours still close and it's gonna get fucked dude, up that's one toilet it's <laughs> one toilet i would not want to be hugging bro oh, <laughs> for real for real yeah dude that shit man. yeah throwing up in public yeah. restrooms is the worst i haven't done it very much but there's been times when it's like oh no it's something's bad it's usually when i'm sick not that i drank too much usually that i'm sick and i'm like okay that's gotta happen i'm not a puker dude i'm not a puker i, I like it's such a rare moment for me to puke like i might like get close to it but like if i if i were to like feel sick like i will hold it in for dear life i will not let that let it out I hate the feeling of it, the eyes watering, the throat just feeling all scratchy and nasty, the taste, the whole no thing. No one dude. likes like, puking, Mike, but I, I'm I don't know, some people like it just because it it, it, it relieves 
relieves the uh the feeling of feeling <clears throat> well and that's what i was gonna say is like for me if i've reached that point when i'm drinking and i got the fucking spins and i'm just so fucked up and i know i drank too much and my body is telling me hey this shit needs to come out of you i don't fight it i'm like okay i know my body's telling me something i'm gonna go with it and i'm gonna puke and it sucks i hate that burning i have fucking hate the taste of it i hate all that shit but all that alcohol gets out of your system and then you're like, okay, I can like, I can see. I can have another beer. <laughs> no, that's not, me. that's not me. My body's telling me that you're done. I'm done. But really, that's crazy. Dude. I, I, like, I know that I've puked and rallied before, but like I said, I'm not a puker. I don't do that. I just, I pissed the fucking floor. In yes, my I'm fully aware. That's about it. Dude, <clears throat> you reminded Ooh. me of this one story, dude. I was at a, I was at, the, at this house party in high school and uh, this was when I, like I said, in high school, I, I couldn't handle my, my, my liquor very well. And I was drinking vodka shots and they were out of a red solo cup. And so it wasn't like a real shot. We were filling it up to like the, the first line or whatever. And I was fucking pounding them. And I thought I was, you know, going to be able to hang in there. And I got fucked up, bro. And apparently like my ex-girlfriend came to the house and I started like, treating her like shit just like cussing at her or something which she was a bitch so at the at the time she was ex or at the time she no was she girlfriend? was an ex she was an ex she was the one a few podcasts ago where she's like i'm a bad bitch yeah oh, so no. yeah so i didn't feel too bad like whatever okay but apparently i was being an asshole to her and then i started getting sick and so back in the day whenever there was like somebody who couldn't handle their liquor and they start acting like a fool we would call them the drunk bitch so I was there being a drunk bitch <clears throat> and I was like hugging the toilet and I had thrown up in this guy's hallway leading up to the bathroom and he wasn't supposed to be having a party at his house. So they're like, dude, we got to get him the fuck out. And I kept saying I was laying on that cold tile, you know, so I was like, just leave me the fuck alone. Like, I just leave me here. I just want to be left alone. But then the guy, owner of the house is like, dude, we got to get him out. Like, there's so much puke in here. I don't want to puke in anymore. He's got to come out. Well, my buddy, uh, he was like, he knew me really well. He's my best friend at the time. And he goes, uh, I know how to get Zach out. And so he goes into the bathroom and he goes, hey, Zach, you're a fucking bitch. And I know I could kick your ass. And I said, what the fuck you say? <laughs> and I hopped up and I'm like stumbling after him. And he just bolts. He bolts straight outside, which was the whole plan all along is to get me outside. So I just charge out there. And dude, I started attacking him and I'm throwing these sloppy fucking punches. But then all my other friends didn't know what he had just done to get me out. So they're like, just think I'm fucking attacking him, dude. So one of my buddies just fucking tackles the fuck out of me dude and then he puts me in a rear naked choke and i was just like i was like okay i'm done, I'm done. <laughs> like, dude, it was so bad it was so bad that's hilarious but yeah props to him man he he knew exactly how to get me the fuck out of there call call me out when i'm drinking <laughs> dude i'm glad that i'm glad that you said that story because now that I, now i know you know when uh whenever we have the chance and i'm not the one being babysat and gets you you know shitty drunk then you know i know how to get that you that was high school zach that high school zach is the one that was like hey uh you you, you have a pulse let's fucking fight bro 
Let's fucking fight. Well, stop being fucking responsible, dude. I'm Quit being responsible. I, well, you, you, you get older. You have kids. You have a, like a job that's professional. You, you have to fucking grow up. It sucks. Those are just excuses, dude. Uh, Quit being a fucking a, a I'm trying boy, to bow- dude. Okay. Be a piece of shit, man. Fuck boy click. Fuck boy click till I die. Uh, by the way, listeners, Mike and I have a, uh, a group that we call the fuck boy click. Because uh, when Mike was single... Uh, he was just a fuckboy. And he still is a fuckboy. I mean, look at him. Look at how metrosexual he is. He cares about his appearance. Stupid. And he likes to be all clean and tidy. He's a fuckboy, okay? Because I don't like fucking bare toilet seats on my ass. Yeah, that makes me clean and tidy. Anyway. No, right. but... but I can be, I can be organized, but he, yes. He's I, a fuckboy. And I mean that in the nicest way possible. I don't mean that as an insult. But whenever I'm with Mike, especially like in person, he brings the fuckboy out in me. And so when we're together, it's the fuckboy click. And when fuckboy yeah. click till we die. Fuckboy <laughs> <laughs> fuck click till we die. Yeah. There's only two members in the fuckboy click. And there will only ever be two members. <laughs> there might be some ambassadors or something, but... <laughs> We are we are the only official members. <laughs> you threw me off, dude. I did not ex- I did not expect to, you to, to talk about the fuckboy click, dude. That's like top secret. I don't tell, I haven't told anybody about. Bro, that. I'm proud of it. You make me proud of the fuckboy click. Hey, I'm proud of it too. Um, speaking of talk, talking uh, to your mic, have you ever been? Your I, mic boy. Oh, so, thank you. Sorry. Have you been? Um, have you been in a fight when you're drunk? Have you had got any drunk fights or just okay, sober? Dude. Dude, 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 dude. Okay. <laughs> One of my most like memorable fights was me drinking. Okay. I had you fighting a friend? Fighting Ooh. a friend or no? <sighs> no, it was fucking weird. Okay. So we were at a house party. We're all fucking drinking. And, you know, we just, my group of friends, we kind of like to fight. And we had like our little miniature fight club, you know. And so we were just talking about fighting people and shit. And I had a buddy and we weren't like good friends, but we had a class together and we, we'd shoot the shit. Um, but his brother had dated one of my exes. So we kind of had beef, but it wasn't like hardcore beef. We just, we, we knew we didn't like each other. But I called, I called um, the, the, the other kid who I had a class with while I was drinking. And I was like, hey, bro, you should come to this party. You know, we're, we're thinking about fighting or whatever. And he's like, oh, I'd fuck you up or whatever. I was like, bitch. I was like, I'd fuck you and your brother up. And he's like, bet, let me make a phone call. So he just hung up. He just oh, no. hung up. Next thing I know, like 20 minutes later, his brother calls. He said, hurry, man. I heard you're talking shit. You're fucking with my family. Where you at? Give me, an, give me an Addy, bro. Give me an Addy. And I'm like, bro. And I tried to like call it off. Like I was like, bro, I was just, I'm drinking. I'm just talking shit. I was like, I don't really want to fight you or whatever. He's like, no, it's too late. It's too late. So I was like, all right, I'm not leaving this fucking party. So I was like, if you want to roll up, let's, let's throw down. I'm, I'm about it. And so it was probably about an hour later, he rolls up with all his homies. Of course, they rolled up like a posse, acting like they're hot shit. And like we just instantly all walked out to the grass and they circled around us. And once again, I'm trying to be the peacekeeper. And I'm like, bro, like, my bad. I was talking shit. I don't want to fight, though. Like, let's just end it. We're having a party. Y'all can have some drinks. Let's just chill. Like, whatever. He's like, nah, man. Nah, man. You fuck with family. You fuck with family. And so... We kind of talking shit while everyone circled around us, and then he starts going, "Yo, throw the first punch, 
throw the first punch, pointing at his cheek. Oh, no. Oh, and then I hear God, my buddies, they're like, just fucking stick him. Just fucking stick him. So I'm like, I, this, he's not backing out of this fight, and that first punch is important. So <laughs> let's fucking go. So I fucking I hit a cross, dude, and it rocked his ass, bro. He dropped immediately, and I was about to jump on top of him and just, just finish the job. But he still had some fight in him, swung up straight into my nuts. And I was like, and it didn't, no. it, it, of course it hurt, but I, you know, I got all this adrenaline and all I was thinking, it was like, you dirty motherfucker, dude. So I'm in a standing position from a standing position. I fall on top of him with my elbow. My dad always taught me that your elbows and knees are the hardest parts of your body. So I fucking fall on him with my elbow from a standing position, which I know fucked him up. Then I grabbed his head and I just start fucking elbowing bam 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 and then i was like oh yeah my dad told me to use my knees too so i grabbed his head and just started fucking kneeing his face bro like hard and then he's like i'm done i'm done i'm done so i hopped up off of him and dude he like took a while getting up and he came up his face was fucking mangled bro and i went and grabbed a beer and i said hey i said i told you i didn't want to fight like it's over now like come come drink with us and he like slapped it out of my hand and i was like whatever Oh no! And another dude who was with him, he was like, "Oh, but you, you know, you think you're so fucking tough? I'll fucking fight you too." I was like, "I didn't even want to fight him. Like, you you saw what I just did. Do you really want to fucking do this right now?" And oh no, everyone's got something to prove. Yeah, at that point. yeah. But luckily, he ended up leaving, and uh, uh, his cousin did call me though, and he was like older. He because we were still in high school and he was like in his, his early 20s or whatever and he was like dude i just saw i just saw he uh he got jumped and this isn't cool like you need to tell me where you're at because y'all are all about to get fucked up and i'm like dude like it was a one-on-one clean fight like i promise you he's like bullshit i don't want to talk to a little kid well there was an older brother that was with us there too so they talked to have the you know the big the big mature conversation and finally he realized that it was one-on-one but he was like dude there's no way that one person fucked him up this bad and we're like no Zach did. Zach really did. <laughs> but uh that's hilarious, dude. I I remember hearing about like I actually never saw one of your fights in like high school, but I remember like you and I like just like started talking, just became friends, whatever. It was like towards the last like, towards the end of the school year, but uh there was like a huge commotion going on. They're like, dude, Zach just got in a fucking fight. I'm like, Zach did? I'm like, what the hell? And they're like, yeah, you got in a fight with the with the Hispanic crew, the, the Mexicans or whatever, you know, in high school, there's just, there was the Mexicans, there was the punks, there's the fucking, the hick guys. And yeah, you, yeah, you, you got it on with one of the freaking Mexican dudes and the, which was surprising because usually, usually it was the hicks that you were fighting, but I just remember people were like, dude, Zach just got in a big fight, but I, I think, I think it got broken up pretty quickly from what i remember uh yeah but i still dropped his ass i made sure it fucking counted and what's funny about that story though was the reason i was all riled up and like in a bad mood that led up to that fight was a certain girl whose name starts with l a certain a certain girl who blew another guy the night i asked her out (laughs) okay so so just yeah, your luck, so man. <laughs> I was dating this girl, okay, and first of all, she was like obsessed with me for like a year. Finally, gave her a chance, and then the night I asked her out, she went to a party and blew another dude. Complete piece of shit. I still gave her another chance. We kept dating, okay. While we're dating, oh, dude, I can I never. Know, I'm, a, I'm an idiot. Anyway, 
while we're dating, she tells me that she likes one of my best friends. And uh, I can't tell you, I don't want to name drop right now, but he liked one of our friends, Mike, one of our friends that we were friends with. And I was like, we are together right now. And you're telling me that you have a crush on one of our friends. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Why would you tell me that? So she tells me this, okay, the night before. Then we go to school the next day. I sit down at the lunch table. It's me and the guy that she has a crush with. And then here comes my girlfriend walking up and she goes and sits next to him instead of me. And I was like, what in the fuck is this bullshit, dude? And so I just, I stormed off, bro. And I used to have this uh, baseball bag uh, that I would carry my skateboard in. And so I've had my, I had my bag with me. I remember and I was just walking down the hall and I was just fucking pissed. And I was just, just trying to relieve all that stress. Well, I had this homeboy who was sitting in this group of friends and I took the bag and I like swung and hit him in the leg. Just like, Hey, what's up? Well, one of the Mexican dudes that was in the group, he had a skate raid, and I guess he saw me like swing the bag and thought I was gonna hit him. And he was like freaked out. He went, Whoa! And he threw this Gatorade up all over like everyone in that group. And then he gets mad at me, like, oh the God. fuck is your problem? You can't just you walk up on people swinging your bag and shit. Like, what the fuck? And I was like, dude, I was like, I'm just saying what's up to my homie. Like, get the fuck over yourself right now. He's like, Whatever, you're a fucking faggot. And I dude, I just remember I turned around and said, why don't you say that to my fucking face? He said, well, why don't you come up to my face and I'll say it. So I walked straight up into that motherfucker's face. I said, okay, I'm here now. And he said, faggot. And I grabbed him by his shirt and I just started wailing on his fucking face, dude. And I just, all oh I remember God, is fucking dude. punching him. And then everyone circled around because it's high school and that's what people do. And then, um, yep. and then pretty instantly, it's like somebody was like, oh, you know, principal, teacher, someone's coming, someone's coming. So I remember throwing him off and he like kind of, took this like step back and he was completely open and i just got him one good cross dude and he just dropped <laughs> and he like rolled over a couple times and he popped up and then blood was spraying out of his face and i saw the teacher so i was like i'm just gonna keep start walking towards him i know i'm fucked and dude everyone was just high-fiving me <laughs> out of that fucking thing because they dude that boy was tall too he was way taller than me way bigger than me dude and he got fucked up dude <laughs> dude that's fucking funny man i i I barely missed the moment too. I wish I would have seen that. That would have been awesome, dude. Uh, Kyle Aragon. He he. I remember when I right after I had hit him with that last punch, and I was turning around, I saw him walking up the stairs, like had a perfect like uh, aerial view of it, and he just like shook his head, like "Damn it, Zach." You know, because Kyle was so just like calm, and he didn't want to fight anybody. And I'm over here just like, who the fuck wants some, bro? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'll fight all y'all. <laughs> yeah yeah dude no he was he was a, you know, he was a very calm very calm dude freaking i think you stuck i think you stuck up for him one time too yeah is what you got you got in a fight with the hick boys yep, we were at an assembly and he because he used to have the leather jacket and he made like this back patch that said like you know we're only in war for oil or it was something very political you know but we got out of yeah. this assembly and then one of the hicks just came up and ripped his back patch off and you know i got riled up instantly like i was i was fucking ready like let's go and i thought kyle was gonna like let's get into this he's like what the fuck man like why are you doing that and i was like kyle like <laughs> bro this is our chance like let's go <laughs> and so, and so i up. pushed him and i was like Yo, what the fuck are you doing ripping up people's property and shit like just getting at it and um one of the wrestlers who was there 
and he was a big boy. I didn't even know him that well, but he had seen me fight that Mexican kid a while, a while back. And he knew I was good at fighting. He knew I was a wrestler too. So he stepped in between both of us and he like broke it up. And I thought he was going to like be on the Hicks side or whatever, but he broke it up and he went over to the, the guy I was trying to fight. And he was like, Hey dude, he's like, I've seen Zach fight before. He's a bad wrestler. He'll fuck you up. He's like, don't, don't do it. Don't do it. And I was like, all right, bet. respect. <laughs> I was like, thank respect. you. <laughs> you know, I, I do believe, I do believe that, you know, when, uh, you have that reputation of fighting and stuff, like it does, like you do gain that respect from people. Like people don't want to fuck 100%. with you. So like, you know, uh, you know, I, I definitely would say that I looked up to you at that point. Um, just knowing that, you know, you know, you come off as like someone who could like who would like protect people and shit, and not just like back down and let people just walk all over you and shit. So I I try to choose choose my fights wisely. I mean, I haven't been in a fight in a long time, and that's because I've never had a reason to fight again. You know, but the reason for that was, I mean, I had won so many street fights. I I, I want to say I'd won like eight fights. Like I had never lost, and so dude, I wasn't afraid. I wasn't afraid of anyone. I thought I was hot shit. I didn't care how big you were, how old you were. I was going to go toe-to-toe with you, and you were probably going to get fucked up. That was just my mentality. And then I had a, I had an opportunity to fight a kid, and he, he had just dated this girl, and I asked her out. And then he called her a whore, and I was like, you're not going to call my girlfriend a whore. And he was like, Pol-. Was this uh, was this a Texas high school yeah, this or is Texas. Oregon? But okay, he told okay. me to pull up, and so I pulled up. And he was a younger kid but jacked and uh i remember that first punch was coming up you know i knew it was gonna get thrown so and i know how important that first punch is like i said earlier so i threw it i dropped him but he comes up and he just charges me okay and i he charges me so quick i fall on my back and he just bam 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 just just beating the ever-living fuck out of me dude and then he holds my hands down like after I'm pretty fucked up, like there's nothing I can do. Holds my hands down. He said, that's what you get for fucking with me, bitch. And headbutts me, bro. And when he headbutts me, I'm telling you, I saw fucking Tweety Bird going, ooh, whirling around my head, bro. Like I got fucking dazed, dude. And so I was like, oh shit, dude. And turns out he had like been training in MMA and he worked out a lot. So, I mean, he, he was ready for that shit. And anyway, to make, make it even worse, bro. We were driving home. I did go home with the girl, though, by the way. So it's it's kind of a win. <laughs> but I'm driving home with the girl. Win, win. And I'm like, I'm go. burning. Like, I'm like, ah, oh, dude, I'm burning. I'm itching. Like, what the fuck? I know we're fighting in the grass. Like, what the fuck? And then I see there's an ant crawling on me. And then I see another ant. Then I realize I'm covered in fucking fire ants, bro. And literally, when I got home, I had thousands, bro. I'm talking about, I had like eight two foot by one foot patch on my back that was just tore up from fire ants, bro. And it was fucking miserable. <laughs> so you would say that was the worst part of the fight than actually, than actually getting your For ass sure. Well, it, <laughs> it actually worked out too, because, um, that first punch I got him, dude, he had a huge black guy. So everyone heard we fought, but when he got on the bus the next day, they were like, dude, we thought you won. <laughs> He was like, I did. He just got a good punch in. But, dude, I saw him the next day at school, and I was like, hey, bro. I was like, you can fucking fight. He's like, yeah, dude. He's like, you hit fucking hard, and we fucking hugged, and we were cool after that. <laughs> no way. Dude, that's so crazy, dude. Like, how you can just, like, you can just change the the whole, like, morale of things. Like, 
one second you guys are like beating the shit out of each other or getting your ass kicked or something, and then it's like, hey, you know what, bro? Respect. <laughs> like, it's how? true though. So wild, like if you man. watch UFC and shit too, like there's just after the fight, you know, you're hugging, you're shaking hands, and the reason for that is I think there's this like mutual respect of like, hey, this is another fucking man who had enough balls to step up to me and fucking throw down and they got some punches in and they took some punches and you know what no matter what the end result is we both threw down and there's just this weird respect for that i don't i don't know how to explain it unless you've actually kind of been through it yeah and you've never been in a fight huh uh, not really, dude. Not like a, not like a plan. Then step fight the fuck up, like, bitch. You know, like, Let's fucking do this shit. The fuck? <laughs> I'm fucking what? Thirty one years yeah, old. Yeah, break man. your fucking Chill. hip. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, the the only time, the only time that I ever actually gotten like quote unquote a uh, fight, uh, was like in the sixth grade, dude. This kid just kept pushing me over, or not? I could not say kept pushing me over. I went to tie my shoe. Kid like tips me over, and I was like, all right, whatever. He fucking throws a football at me. I'm like, all right, whatever. He, uh, I see him over here whispering to his buddy. You know, he's, he's sitting here staring at me while he's whispering to his friend. He's talking shit. And, like, we're playing, like, flag football or some shit at, at school, dude. And, like, I just scored a touchdown. And that's when I saw that he was talking shit about me to his buddy. So I just dropped the football. And I walked over to him, just clocked him right in the temple, dude, and hit him right in the side of the head. And he just fell right on the ground. And I just stood there and just stared at him. His buddy helps him up, and they just walked away. And that was it. And I was like, and that was it. That was it. He didn't come back at me and try to beat my ass or nothing. You know, it was like the fight was over. And we like we didn't talk ever again until like middle school. And then once that happened, like like well, once we got into middle school, we had a class together, and we ended up sitting next to each other and like you know being partners like the rest of the year. Like we were totally cool. Like there was no, there was no beef or nothing, you know, no crazy story. It was fucking sixth grade shit, but you know, I that was the one time that I socked someone in the head, and you know, I got the respect that I needed. So I feel cool. like that's the case with a lot of bullies too, though. Is they like they they feel powerful picking on people, whether it's physically or emotionally or whatever, because so many people don't fight back. So they they're like okay like i don't give a fuck it makes me feel good to be a piece of shit it's funny whatever whatever the reason they do it but then when they find somebody that actually defends themselves especially in a physical way they back the fuck down like there's so many times when they won't fight at all after that you know yeah yeah no absolutely which you know i'm more i'm more of a lover than a fighter like i'm just i just don't have it in me to you know i I don't I, i think i'm more like late late we'll say late to the party you know when i realize that i'm like being disrespected or something i guess that's like something that's where like um you know where i don't know i, I think they, i get fucked up a little bit uh where like i don't know i don't catch the hints that someone is talking shit or something you know um and i just kind of just like brush it off you know it's like when someone talks shit about you you're just kind of like you know agree with it and they just like leave you alone after that they're like okay he's not bothered by it you know like that's that's kind of like how things have like escalated i've never been like oh you will you want to fucking fight about it 
Like that's not really me. Well, I don't think that's a bad thing though. And that's that's actually what I was gonna say earlier about, you know, after I lost my fight is before that, you know, I'd won all of them. I thought I was hot shit. I was I was very confident that no matter what situation I was in, if it went ugly, I was gonna be able to take care of it and whatever. After I got my ass whooped, I was like, Okay, you know what? There's always gonna be someone who's bigger, stronger, badder than you, and you gotta pick and choose your fights wisely. I'm not saying never you know, go toe to toe and never defend yourself or whatever the case may be, but make sure it's worth fighting for. You know, I had the reason I fought him was stupid. He called her a whore, big fucking whoop. She kind of was a whore. (laughs) And you know what? You're sticking up for a woman, dude. And I think that's fucking badass, dude. Would, you know, nowadays, like people don't really like show the respect for women like that. And, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot of, uh, you know, I mean, I appreciate that. Disres- disrespect. I appreciate there, but. that. But if you took your woman out to a bar right now and someone calls mm-hmm. her a whore, what would you do? I'd, I'd most definitely dude, go fuck him up. Maybe, maybe I'd get my ass kicked or something, but I, I wouldn't just let, I wouldn't just sit there and let someone just talk some shit to I, my woman. Like, I think up. I would try to defuse it. I would think I would probably be like, Hey, you know, that's my wife. Why don't you not talk to her like that? you know, and I would try to defuse the situation. Mm. And then I'd probably honestly try to leave because I mean, yeah, it's disrespectful, but especially when you're older, you don't know who has a fucking knife, a gun, who's fucking just mentally out of their fucking mind is going to try to kill me. Yeah. No, and you're right. To me, it's like, I don't know if that's really worth putting my, my life and my wife's wife at risk over her getting name called. Yeah. I'm just kind of a, I can be a little bit more, um, on the protective side so like when it comes to like you know someone like you know my kids or my woman you know i'm gonna i'm probably gonna be more offended and irritable about the situation like um you know if someone just straight up just name called you know i'm not gonna be late you know late to understanding what they're yeah. saying you know i'm gonna be pissed but um you know i've i've talked to women that that somehow are like magnets to the drama and the fights. Mm-hmm. So you go to a, go to a bar or something and they're just like, all of a sudden like they're the center of attention and they're like over here starting a big fucking fight with somebody that we don't even know. And it's like, like the whole thing could have been prevented. It's like, okay, whatever. You're just, you know, you're just like a woman of the night. It's not like you're my yeah. woman. <laughs> sounds kind of, sounds kind of fucked up. You know, I, I don't, I'm not like completely in love with you. Like I don't need to like stick up for you when you're the one that's putting the, you know, us in this situation. So I don't know. Some, some girls get pretty sloppy drunk and get really annoying. And they're just like, Oh, I'm going to talk all this shit because I got my man Mm -hmm. with me. You know, that's pretty annoying to me. So I'm not going to like stick up for that, but. It, and and maybe I'm wrong too. It maybe it's maybe some of my f- not necessarily fear of fighting, but being more careful about it is also living in Texas because, dude, everyone has a fucking gun, and a lot of people who own a gun are unstable. Where it's like, I carry a gun too, but the only time that I'm gonna actually use this is if I feel that my life or my kid's life or someone that I'm with is life is in jeopardy. If I see someone else having a gun, I, if someone was like talking shit or whatever, I'm not going to just pull a gun, but there's so many incidents here with, with road wager, this, that, and the other where 
people are using that shit. So I know for me, that's kind of in the back of my head sometimes of like, you know, hey, if shit does go down, am I really going to want to do this? But yeah, I will say too, though, I will say too, when it comes to it, I still don't fully have the fear because it was it was last year for my birthday we were at uh did i take you to the 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 turtle uh that bar here anyway i was there and um this fight broke out and my buddy is the bartender and manager there and he only had him and uh, another bouncer and there was a bunch of people fighting this is the place we got the the wild turkey from right no similar though Okay, different different friend. I got you. But uh, but he went and grabbed him, um, one of the guys, and I do I could just see the fight was breaking out, and they didn't have enough people to control this. So without even like hesitating or thinking about it, I just went and grabbed one of those fools and just picked them up and carried them away. And I just said, "Hey, chill, chill, chill." And, and luckily, he was cool. He wasn't trying to fight me or anything. But my wife is freaking out like. <gasps> No, please don't get in it. Don't get involved. Don't get involved. And I'm like, hey, I just, <laughs> you, you I'm would helping. be that guy. <laughs> I'm just help. Well, and it wasn't like I was like, hey, who wants some? I'll, f- I'll fuck any of y'all up. It was just like, dude, let's, I'm not trying to have this whole thing turn into utter chaos, which it was quickly erupting into that. So I will say that there's still some of that. Like, <sighs> I pick and choose my fights, but also the hesitation isn't there if, if needed. You stuck your nose into shit that you shouldn't. <laughs> hey, it helped. Look, I got that guy out yep. of there, and he was chill. He wasn't trying to fight me. And had he tried to fight me, I would have laid his ass out. I can guarantee that. But... Hey, you know what, dude? Good, good for you. Good for you. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm glad you made it out alive. But you know, that's cool that you're willing to do that because I most likely I, I'd, I'd be like, uh, later, y'all. Have <laughs> fun. <laughs> Yeah, and you know what? Because I did help him out, all my drinks got comp for the night too. No so way. Was, good for you, dude. Yeah, That's so it was, it was a good night. Good night. Hell yeah, dude. Well, I, I kind of want to wrap things up right there, man. Um, I think we, there's a couple topics that I wanted to talk about, but you know, we kind of steered in a different direction. But It turned into a fight episode, and that's okay. Yeah. Um, dude, look, I want to... I wanna, Give a message, though, you know, since that was a topic to to all the listeners, especially parents out there, please teach your kids to defend themselves. Bullying is a real fucking thing, and if they just let it happen, it's going to get worse. You can't rely on the public school system to, to defend themselves or teachers or whoever else to defend your kids. You need to teach them to defend themselves, whether it's speaking up vocally and saying, hey, you know, don't mess with me. I'm not about this, or actually physically defending themselves if someone attacks them. This world's a fucked up, cruel place, and please don't raise your kids to just get walked all over because it's going to ruin them, and it's going to hurt you because you're seeing your kids go through that. So take care of your kids because bullies are there, and they're fucking assholes. And don't raise your kids to be bullies either. Actually pay attention to your kids. Ask them how their day was at school and you know, actually listen to what they're saying because I feel like a lot of – there's a lot of parents out there that aren't really – concerned about how their kids day was at school and there are bullies out there that you know can really fuck up a kid's head a little bit um especially with cyberbullying and shit now too yeah i mean there there's bullying from so many different directions school video games um yeah social media whatever it is like there's just it's 
I don't know, times have changed. For us, it was just bowling, mostly just in school, not so much uh, social media wise. It's, I don't know, the platform is, the platform has grown so much, but, um, yeah, there's, there's, you know, there was a couple of times that I was, I'd say that I was a bully back in, you know, my younger days too, but you know, not, not that I'm proud of it. I actually feel bad about it. Not thinking about it as an adult, but you know, we, we all fuck up. I mean, as long as you learn from it and move on, um, I don't, I don't think, you know, we, no one's perfect. No one's perfect. I can't think of a specific time when I bullied someone, but I, I'm sure there was a point in my school career where I was probably not treating people the best. If I did bully you, if you're and you're listening to this, thank you for listening, even though I was an asshole, and I am sorry for that. Dude, before we before we end, since we're on that note, there I'm just gonna throw this out there, this little story, which was fucked up because I was I wasn't the number one. I wasn't the first one in the in the group that started doing this. You know, I was a new kid in school. But when I came in, like I was informed about a couple kids who like who picked their nose. Right. It's like as an adult, you know, everybody picks their nose. Right. Right. No, not at all. Fuck. Okay. (laughs) Thank God, dude. I'm not the only one, man. You know. You know, do that shit in discreet, okay? Um, no, but so when we were when I was a kid, dude, I was like I was a brand new kid in fourth grade. And everybody was warning me, like, okay, don't touch this kid, don't touch this kid, because he they pick their nose and they eat their boogers. And I was like, Oh, gross, nasty, right? Dude, it was so messed up. If these kids like just brushed you, like accidentally touched you at all. You you're like like oh gross I got so and so's germs on me, and they'd have you'd have to wipe it off your arm wherever they touched you, arm leg hip whatever that that person just touched you you wipe that off with your hand and you go wipe it on something else like oh I just passed yeah. off so and so germs I'm not gonna say their name, um dude it was just so fucked up because like it was not just like it wasn't just like one year of this it was the rest of elementary school like middle school you know i don't really remember people you know picking on them about that as much but like in elementary school dude i just remember the last few years of it i was over here you know wiping their germs off and putting it on somebody else and everyone would be like oh you got so-and-so's germs haha and they're over everyone's just over here playing tag now with damn someone else's what? germs dude fucked up like as a kid i i would be freaking so i'd be so upset dude as a kid just be like damn that's you know that's messed up like why are they making fun of me like that what sucks too is like it's he probably didn't even know like because had his parents just been like hey sweetheart like don't pick your nose it's gross like maybe he wouldn't do that you know so maybe it wasn't even his fault you know because how the fuck is he supposed to know picking your nose is gross unless someone tells him yeah, and the thing is, dude, like I don't really know how much they were really involved with their family because well their dad died. Their oh, dad died. God. Uh, like Yeah, dude. Dad dies. They live in a trailer park. They had a they had a rough life growing up, dude, and like everyone's just over here picking on them, dude. Like, shit, man, I'm feeling bad right now about it. So Dude, yeah, seriously, you know? my heart kind of just broke just thinking about that. Yeah, dude. I'm Have I'm, you talked to this person since? No. No, I, 
I don't think I was really like, I don't remember ever really talking to them, having conversations with them, you know, back. Dude, in the I day. challenge you. I challenge you to find them on like Facebook and like just reach out and be like, Hey, I just want to see how things were going with you. And I was just thinking about back in the day doing this. And back then it didn't, you know, it didn't seem so bad. And now thinking about it, it wasn't the best thing to do. And I'm really sorry about that. I think that dude, would make that person's day. That's crazy, dude. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, I challenge you. And I want to hear about it on the next podcast. I'll, I'll fucking do it, dude. I'll fucking do it. I'll take your challenge. That's Listen, we're fuckboys here on the Bloody Nuts podcast, but we're also good people, okay? We're telling you not to bully. We're trying to be good people. I know. I remember I remember the thing is that they were twin brothers. They're they're twin brothers, okay? And uh we picked on one more than the other, but I can't even remember their last names on top of my head. I know I could figure it out, but damn. Yeah, go, go I'm, I'm feeling hella bad that. right now, dude. I'm feeling really bad. So well, I at least I mean at least you can own it. I mean you were a kid too. You were still learning shit. I mean, we all have done fucked up shit in our life. And you know, I'm not saying that's okay, but learn from it, be better. I mean, you told me earlier you don't you know, don't grow up, quit being mature or whatever, but this is part of the good things about maturing is that you realize <laughs> yeah okay, I was a piece of shit and I need to do this better. Or, you know, I'm currently doing stuff that makes me a piece of shit. So I need to fix that. You know, it's just being, having that self-awareness. Uh, so I, th- I think it's a good thing. Thank you for sharing that, Mike. And I don't yeah. think anyone here is, is judging you. And no, I, ch- that kid. I'll take on the challenge, but I challenge anybody else who's ever bullied anybody to just step up and, you know, go send an apology. Everyone's got social media. So if you got, if you, if you got friends, uh that you used to pick on or you know people that you grew up with that you picked on or you know whoever it is that you bully just fucking reach out to them and say i'm sorry for being a piece of shit i love that man i love that i'm i'm gonna think on it too uh i and i i have done that in the past too where i've apologized to uh to girls for treating them poorly or something just just because I was kind of like a player when I was younger and stuff, and I I led girls on, and you know I know at that age that can be just like really crushing, you know. So I I've apologized for that, but I'm gonna I'm gonna do some soul searching myself too, since I'm challenging you, because I don't wanna I don't wanna make you do something that I'm not gonna do as well. So I will I will try to think about who I need to reach out to and apologize, and uh, we'll, we'll share our stories. There you go. That sounds like a great idea, man. <laughs> God, we're so compassionate and sweet here on the Bloody Nuts podcast. It's wonderful. Well, it's more than just talking about shit and dicks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people are going to be like, dude, I came here for shit and dicks, and now they're telling me to say sorry for bullying? What the hell is this? <laughs> dude, bully, okay. bully at some extent, okay? But don't make, them, don't make people fucking kill themselves. All right, I got to tell you this last story, and we will call it quits. But it, when you were bringing up the boogers and stuff, there was this girl that I dated in kindergarten, and we dated for like till fourth grade or whatever. Like, and you was- ate her boogers. No, what the uh, fuck okay. is wrong right. with you? All right, I'm sorry. Go on, go on, go on. I wouldn't hold her hand, but I'm like, yeah, let me lick those fucking boogers out of your nose. <laughs> What's wrong with you? No, okay. So we dated from like kindergarten to fourth grade or whatever. Okay, and 
you know, kindergarten to second grade, we didn't really hang out. But I think in second grade, Survivor had come out or like one of the Survivor seasons, one of the early ones had come out and I she got me watching it. So for like the finale, I had gone over to her house and it was the first time I'd ever been over to her house. So anyway, we were like playing or whatever. And she was like, hey, I want to show you something really cool. And I was like, okay. And so she like took me into her bedroom and she like pulled back like her um her bedspread that was like near where the wall was. She pulled it back and she had a wall of boogers where she would pick her nose and wipe it on the wall and she would like save them. And they were like organized in like no rows way. and columns and shit. Rose was it gross. Was it cool? I mean, I, I think I said I was like, yo, that's cool, but I'm like, Ugh, you're like sick. Is- I'm gonna I'm gonna go make one too. I'm gonna go start my own collection. <laughs> No, dude. It was so gross to me. Organized by color. Oh, God. (laughs) Color, length, sliminess. Bits of blood. Oh, my God, dude. Those are the best ones. You know that you got a good one when there's blood on it. Oh, my God. The the peel. Anyway, I had had to share that with you before we hopped off here. Yeah, thank thank you for sharing that. Absolutely. Well, guys. um, Oh, did you have something else you wanted to say there? I was gonna say next time let's let's talk about like some video games or some shit like um, yeah, cars, yeah. cars, video games, man shit. Let's talk about some man shit next time, dude. Have you Not noticed? Shit. Have you noticed that like how the stuff that we kind of want to talk about on the podcast never ends up going as planned anymore? It never <laughs> like, does. I I love it though. I love it. Anyway. Guys, thank you so much for listening to the Bloody Nuts podcast. I know this is your favorite podcast on earth, and I know you're going to come back for next episode and re-listen to the ones that you've already listened to because you love us that much. So make sure you drop us a follow, a like on uh, YouTube, Instagram, any other platforms that we are on, and we will be in touch, and we'll see you on the next episode. Did, did I pretty much sum it up there, Mike? Was there something else you yeah. want to add? Uh, no, no, I was just going to say thank you all. Lick butts and love life. Fuckboy Click is out. Yes, sir. (laughs) See y'all.